format same location same amount of effort which is virtually none welcome to another episode a very important man i'm your host bailey alexander hardwick we are here in the very important man studios aka my dad's office it is tomorrow whatever day you thought it was put another day on that that's the day i'm in and talking about a whole lot of nothing once again it's been a while a lot of stuff has happened since the last one if you haven't seen the last one we had our first guest which was my dad talked a lot of shit we're gonna have him back i guess at some point after he recovers i think he had a stroke (laughs) somewhere somewhere in the middle of the conversation i don't know we're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna do more more guests. I think more guests. A couple of people told me it was interesting, so I think more more guests. Could be could it be you? Probably. Just ask. <laughs> Just ask. Your the criteria to get on this podcast is is very low. I see. I'm right. I'm 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 here right now. I see a lot of empty chairs. There could be there could be there could be four people in here. Oh man. Be four people in here, all of us just breathing into one microphone, not talking about anything. We could do that. Yeah, a lot of shit's gone on since then. Whole lot of shit. Uh, but what exactly is what you want to know? What has been going on with me? Um, not a whole lot. Actually, I got booked on a couple shows. I'm on a couple shows. Um... I got a show at an undisclosed location in Hollywood in February on the 8th. And then I have another show in March at Art Bar in Los Angeles. Um, I don't exactly know where either of those places are. I just know that I got booked for those. I'm doing those shows. Uh, I'll be there. Some other very hilarious comedians will be there. And... Uh, I will be there until I'm not, which is immediately after my set. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll stick around. I don't know. I'll stick around and hang out. I'm always down for a good hang. If the hang is good, I'll hang. You know? I used to be like that. I used to think, like, how do people just hang out and open my That's because I didn't have any friends. And then I, <laughs> and then you know, I started getting friends, like, that do this comedy thing. And now, like, hanging out at open mics is fun. It's like, oh, if you have people to hang out with, then it's fun. And if you don't know anybody, then it's work. Oh. Oh. That's what it is. Never make, never let this be work. I don't know. When will comedy feel like work? That'll be the day. That'll be the day that... That's the real joke. That'll be the day it gets me. When I fucking do a set. It's somewhere in the middle of it. I'm like, I'm at my job. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> It never, it never ends. It's all work. But for right now, still fun. Still fun. Still, uh, still got a real job. I'm going to make a video. I'm going to make a video. I'm like, I've been applying for jobs and it just is so, it's just, it sucks so bad. Right. I've been trying to apply for these like production company jobs and I work at the I work at a restaurant. Everybody at the restaurant, like not everybody, but a couple of people at the restaurant, are like, "Why are you fucking working here? I don't understand." And they they just think that like, like I'm not trying. It's like I'm I'm trying. <laughs> I'm apl- You think I'm not applying? I applied for like, I've been applying for ten jobs a day for the last week, and getting some responses, but virtually, but nothing really good. Like nothing good. It all stinks, and it's just like there's no way to get a job. 
like just by applying anymore. So I'm just, I, I gotta do something else. I think I'm gonna make a video. I think I'm gonna like apply for like a hundred product. I'm gonna, I'm gonna contact like 50 production companies on the phone and be like, I wanna work here. And they're gonna be like, well, why? I'm gonna be like, because I need a job. <laughs> They're going to be like, okay, but like, would you have any skills? Like, no. Do you have any like experience relative? You ever, you ever like worked at a production? No. That's why I want to work here. Cause I have never fucking worked at one. Well, this is like a premiere. I don't care. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, I think I'm going to actually like call people and be on the phone and be that combative about it. Just like, seriously, like seriously, seriously, how old are you? <laughs> how old are you? What are you 22? You're 22. You're deciding whether or not people can get, that's what's happening to me now is like, I'm getting hired or like I'm getting I'm the people choosing whether or not they can hire me are people that I am fucking five years older than. It's like, I'm older than you. I'm smarter than you. You fucking, you're deciding how you're the one deciding. You're the one deciding like who gets a job. It's fucking Karen. <laughs> fucking Karen in HR is deciding. Who gets, who gets the job and who doesn't? What a fucking nightmare. What a nightmare of existence it is. Trying to fucking get a job in this city. It just sucks so bad. You, like, I have to find a way to stand out and also, and also, like, have some fun. I think it just would be fun to, like, call, like, commercial production companies and be like, hey, I want to work here. And they'll be like, okay, but, like, so does everybody else. What makes you different? Well, I called. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. How many people call? Oh, you know, not that many. Yeah, here's what's gonna happen. Uh, what's your name? And I'm gonna get their name. I'm gonna come down there for. I'm gonna come down there uh, tomorrow or sometime this week. When do you want to have lunch? Here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna buy lunch for you, and we're gonna talk about working at whatever place this is. And you're gonna get a free lunch. I'm gonna get some information. And if you like me, then you'll have my fucking information and you could fucking hire me or not. I don't really care. I bring me in for an interview, whatever. Um, but then I've met you, you've met me and you get a free lunch and I get some free, I get some info and, uh, and that's it. That's, the, you know, no, no harm, no foul, no, no commitment. Just, uh, you know, you gotta have lunch with a black guy. <laughs> you gotta have lunch with a black guy in Santa Monica. Oh no. Oh no. You know what I mean? I think I'm going to fucking start doing that. And because it's just like, what, what else? I really, cause I don't think anybody's calling. Are people calling? I don't know. Cause that's a, that's a YouTube video I haven't seen. That would be funny. I called 50 production companies and asked for a job. This is what happened. Yeah. 50 of them told me no. <laughs> Three people made me buy them lunch. And, uh, Every day, I just continued working at the restaurant that I have. If, you, if you're listening to this and you're like, why would you want to work at a production company? This isn't a cool... You have a cool job. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't get it. Like, this working at this place fucking sucks. Oh, yeah, it sucks. It sucks making forty five dollars to $50,000 a year to not do shit. They're not doing shit. You're not... You're in your, you're in your office right now. Not doing shit. But listening to this, what am I even talking about? You're listening to this in your office, wondering like, well, is anybody like noticing that I'm not working? That's what it's all an office job is, is just trying not to get caught not working. That's all it is. And ultimately, I don't really give a fuck about that because I already know what I want. I'm doing the thing I want to do. I'm just not getting paid for it. I need money. I need the money. I was having this conversation with one of my friends at work. We were both just like trying to like, we're both just like trying to level up in terms of like the job. And we both just look at each other we're like, this is just, look, it's about the money. Straight up. It's like, you need the money in order to fucking do the shit you want to do. Like, that's what the fuck. People are like, money's not important. If you, you should want to do the thing for free. Yeah, you know who says that? Is fucking smart people who get paid the money that I should be making. They take my salary and everybody else. I didn't want to talk about this. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a video I should make? I'm going to do it. I'm probably going to do it. <clears throat> I'm probably going to do it. A lot of shit's gone down since the last one. 
was on Instagram. There was a couple topics I wanted to hit. I had a couple ideas I wanted to hit. One, so I'm on Instagram the other day, minding my own business, scrolling through my feed. When I see uh, a proposal, uh, a proposal picture or whatever. And this proposal picture stands out to me um, because this is the first time I've ever seen it. Uh, on Instagram is it's a girl proposing to her boyfriend and I look at the picture and I go oh that's nice and I look at the pictures and I look at the likes and it's got big likes it's got big comments it's a big it's a proposal picture everybody's happy and I go oh this is cool and I continue scrolling through other people's shit and continue being unhappy and I put that the fact that I saw that in the back of my mind put a pin in that a couple days later I'm watching Marriage Story which is a great movie, if you haven't seen it. Uh, Marriage Story, who's in that? Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson, Ray Liotta. Uh, I can't think of her fucking name right now. She's in, she, she, was, uh, she was in the last Star Wars and she committed suicide. She sacrificed herself with the spaceship. I forgot her name. She's in it. She's great. Great cast. Alan Alda's in it. Um, the Kid. The Kid is great. Which, you know, if you make a movie about divorce, the kid has to be good. If the kid sucks and the movie stinks, the kid is great. Kid's great. All the other performances are great. And it's nice that there's like a movie where like, you know, it's just like a movie. You know, after all this shit, it's like there's so much like, you know, so, so much superhero Special effects, sci-fi, Fast and the Furious, explosion. It's just nice when there's like a fucking movie. That's why I like Parasite so much. Because it's just a movie. And sometimes when, when you make a fucking movie where actors are supposed to act and there's a story and the story fucking is compelling and, you know, you get some cool camera stuff. It's, it's, it's always nice to fucking break up the monotony of just, you know, explosions and cars and, you know fucking uh you know bitches who can't act moving their hands in weird ways while the special effects people make it look like she's got superpowers if i have if i watch that fucking batman superman movie one more time who was who what was the name of that girl that was in that uh oh fuck i can't think of her name she was the enchantress if i gotta watch another movie with fucking enchantress in it one more time i swear to god i'm gonna lose my shit <laughs> just, I gotta watch some white girl that doesn't know how to belly dance, belly dance, and move her fucking hands around. She's moving glass with her fucking psychic power. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up with your stupid ass eyebrows. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. If I gotta watch one more Enchantress in another one of these movies, I'm gonna freak, I'm gonna freak the fuck out. So it's nice that uh, Marriage Story is not that. <laughs> But it's, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's about divorce. It's about relationships. And it's about blah, 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 blah. Good movie. Uh, but I'm watching it. Basically, the movie is, you know, it's the most like, I should have I looked this up before I started this. But there's a, there was a movie, I think it's called Ordinary People with Dustin Hoffman. And uh, I forget his wife. I forget who the wife is and I forget who the kid is. But it's the same sort of movie. It's about like a, like a family going through a divorce, and uh, but it's from the '80s maybe or the late '70s. It's an older movie. It's sort of like it's a movie my dad gave. My dad gave me a bunch of movies when I turned 16. And he's like, "You gotta watch all these," and I watched all these fucking like classic movies, and that was one of them. <clears throat> but it was it felt kind of dated, um, just how they dealt with. Just, just, how, just the whole thing, because it was like I, pro- I saw it when I was sixteen, so it was two thousand six. Um, and uh, it just felt it felt dated then, so I haven't seen it since. I've only, I've seen like parts of it, like maybe on like YouTube or something, or maybe like in passing, I've watched like some parts of it, but I haven't really sat down and watched the whole thing. But it felt dated then, so it has to feel even more dated now, more than likely. But this movie is a updated version of that. It's like the most like updated and like real like depiction of a divorce that I've ever seen in a movie. And it's 
it is brutal. It's fucking brutal. It's re- it's very fucking real. It's just like because you know go, the movie starts and it goes in, and it's just these two people who at one point had feelings for each other, decided to get a divorce, and through the process of going through a divorce, become completely and totally vicious, and like that's and and it's because the process like incentivizes people to be that way, and. It's 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 just whew. by the end of it, if you're a dude, you're gonna be like, I'm never getting married. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. You're gonna watch this and you're gonna go, Yep, I'm gonna not do that. I'm never gonna do that. Uh, let's just let's just not that let's just not that let let's not let that be an option. Let's just not do that. That's what you're gonna do. And uh, oh fuck, I have like zero. Well, whatever. Let's we're gonna test the batteries out. Yeah, by the end of it, you're gonna be like, fuck that. Not doing that shit. You know. You got fucking hard. You got fucking hard to watch. It just sucks. You know, you watch it and it's just... The whole movie is just Adam Driver losing. He just loses. It's the whole movie. The whole movie is just the guy loses. You lose. You watch him lose... Fuck, you watch him lose, like, the kid. You watch him lose the wife. He loses the fucking bitch. He fucking cheated on his wife. He loses everything. He just, you just fucking take L after L after L. If you're a dude going through a divorce. And it's just like, Jesus. By the end of it, you're just like, God, how do I not... Whatever I need to do to not do that, I'm gonna do that. Right? By the end of it, I'm thinking, never fucking get married. And then what pops back into my head after I watch this movie, right, is that proposal shit that I watched, or that I watched, that I saw on uh, on the grid. That proposal shit. And I start thinking about it. I do some fucking Google searches, you know, start looking up YouTube videos. Can women propose to their boyfriends or whatever? I start forming my own opinion about it. Then I go see my friends. I asked a couple of my buddies, like, what would you, would you like, would you let a girl propose to you? And both of them said no. And one of them said, yeah, I asked a girl, no, I asked a girl, he said, uh, he said he had a girl one time ask him if he could, if she, if she could propose to him. And he said no. <laughs> and I went, yeah, I think, I, I think I'm right there with you. After watching this marriage story shit, I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm there. I think I understand what you're talking about. Right? Now, I'm not saying that women can't propose to their boyfriends. That's not what I'm saying. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, they can't do that. I'm not saying that it's good or it's bad. I don't know. I'm saying that for me, I think I got to propose. If, you know... If I'm risking divorce by proposing and divorce is this bad for me on the back end, I need that to be a decision that I submitted myself to, that I fucking made. I, you know what I mean? I need to do that. You know, that sounds, that might sound kind of weird. The fuck is that? That might sound kind of weird, but, you know, if you watch the movie or if you know anybody going through a divorce, that have been through a divorce, you got parents that have been through, through, through divorce or family, friends or something like that, you might understand what the fuck I'm talking about. I think I got to make that decision. I think I got to fucking do that. You know, it's, it is brutal. The amount of risk is is so fucking high because, you know, it's just an L. You're just taking massive L's as a dude. Massive fucking L's. You know, I just started thinking about it. It's like when women propose, this is what I, this is, this is what I started thinking about. You know, when, when women propose, um, like, what is it, like, what, what does, what does it mean? Like, what does a proposal mean? When anybody proposes, what is, what does a proposal fucking mean? I think for a dude, I think this is an inarguable point, is that the amount of risk associated for men, uh, the amount of risk and responsibility 
for men is completely different than that of women. There's virtually no risk for a woman. Um, there's virtually none. The amount of risk, like on the back end is what I'm talking Like on the back end, because if you're a woman and you go through a divorce, you, you get everything. You get everything because you're a woman. You, you get everything. You get the child custody, you get the alimony, you get the whatever. What's that? Is that, is that what alimony is? The, uh, you know, that lifestyle money. You know, so if, I, so if, if I'm a girl and I marry a billionaire and then I divorce him, and we go to court, my lawyer goes, well, she's been used to the billionaire lifestyle, so she has to maintain. <laughs> you know, the whole thing is like, the whole, the whole system, the divorce system is to make it like easy for single mothers to, 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 make, to make it easy for single mothers. And, you know, so if you marry a billionaire, you've, you've, been, you've been accustomed to a certain lifestyle. So now... <laughs> You know, so now you gotta uh, you gotta maintain. You gotta get. You gotta get. You got. You can't like ch- your life can't be worse now that you got divorced. You gotta maintain that lifestyle that you had. So you, you know now you're paying for her lifestyle and you're paying for her fucking lawyer while the lawyer's divorcing you. Which I didn't know. I didn't know that. That's literally a part of the movie. So part of the movie. So uh, I'm not gonna. This isn't. This doesn't ruin the movie or anything. <clears throat> but part of the thing that happens is. The guy, played by Adam Driver, has to start paying for his wife's lawyer. And they just sort of, they kind of gloss over, like, the 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 lawyer jargon of, like, why. But apparently that's, like, a thing. So your wife divorces you out of boredom, which is a popular reason to get divorced. If you, if you look it up, boredom is a, is a, is a, is a, is a high reason. Which also, you know, what, I read some study that said between 2006 and 2015, a guy interviewed, uh, or like a guy, or a guy like he conducted some kind of study that determined that between 2006 and 2015, like 3,000 relationships that were going through a divorce were initiated by the divorces were initiated by like. 75% were, were initiated by women. So a st- so statistically significant, a statistically significant amount, like a lot. And a lot of them cited things like boredom. Boredom or infidelity or something like that. Which, whew, crazy. Crazy amount of risk associated. You know, to start thinking, I know it's like three thousand. It's like, oh, it's just it's just a sample. It's not like indicative of like the entire, whatever. <laughs> you know, the point is like typically, what I think is, is like generally speaking is that divorces are initiated not by dudes. Dudes don't initiate them. I'm not saying that dudes can't, but dudes dudes don't. When dudes get married, they want to. They have an incentive to stay married because the back end of it of divorce is so fucking bad that they're like, I got to This just has to work. <laughs> if this doesn't work, there's no reason like this sucks. There's no reason. Can a guy propose, should, should, should a girl propose to her boyfriend? I think generally speaking, no. It's just like asking, like, should a girl ask a guy, to be like, just take the take the degree of of um, of what's it called? Take the degree of commitment down a, a peg. Go from like marriage or like engagement to just boyfriend. Isn't that kind of fucking weird? A little bit. Am I fucking talking out out of my ass here? Is it a little bit fucking weird for a girl to be dating a guy and then for her to go, "You're my boyfriend now." Isn't every guy going to go, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. And now I don't even like you. Now I don't like you. What the fuck? Why'd you fuck this up? <laughs> Why'd you fuck this up by trying to like make me your boyfriend when I clearly don't want it? Like, no. Isn't that fucking, isn't that like, isn't that fucking weird? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You know, just take the commitment down instead of engagement, just boyfriend wouldn't it be weird it would be weird to me it'd be weird to me if i'm dating a girl and 
you know, we're having fun or whatever. And we're like, I assume that we're seeing, that she's seeing other people. And one day she goes, we're, so where, like, you're my boyfriend. And I go, where did that happen? You know, like, I would be like, when did that happen? That's crazy. That's crazy because uh, that's not what I thought was going on. I thought that this was some other thing. Oh, well, that's, it is what I said it is. Okay, well, that's not how it's going to work. So happy one of my friends said that. Straight up. Also cool that she asked, but it's like, <clears throat> cool that she asked before she just did it, you know? That's the other thing about it. There's a lot of things to unpack about that, you know? The main tenet of this shit is like, if you're going to propose to somebody, like, you should know the answer before you do it. Either party. Like, you should know. And I think typically, if a dude proposes, it's the same thing. Typically, like, you should know the answer before. But I just don't see how, like, I just don't see how a girl asking a guy to marry him or marry her doesn't come off as, like, her forcing a relationship. It's like, how does that come off that you're not forcing something? You know? If you have, maybe if you have some kind of a conversation like about proposals and you're like, I don't care who proposes as long as it just happens because it's you or whatever. I don't know. I don't know, but I just, I, I was just correlating those two things. The risk associated. There's, there's no risk. If you're a girl, you win. All the stuff on the back. So there's no risk associated to your proposal. You have an incentive, actually, to propose. You get a lot. I encourage everybody to watch Marriage Story and see what the fuck I'm talking about. Or to just, like, I don't know, think about your future divorce. I don't know. Because it's, it's real. It's, like, it's, it's very skewed. A lot of dudes taking L's just for being a dude. Adam Driver takes massive L's through that whole movie. And by the end, it's ugly. It's by the end, it's it's by the end it's 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 like it's ugly, but they like it ends and it's it is what it is at the end, but it's still enough for me to look at it and go like that's something I think I think I'm I think I'm out. I think for I think for all of the reasons that I've seen, I'm out. <laughs> Who does that? Is that is that a? Oh, no, that's a, that's a Shark Tank thing. Your idea is is sound and your logic is is reasonable, but it's going to take massive amounts. It's going to take massive amounts of money to start this up. Your capital is far below what is necessary to get something like this off the ground. I think that the marketing efforts that you've been putting forth are are valiant, but ultimately are not enough to get this to scale. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> you know, guy can do the same fucking thing. Guy can do the same fucking thing after watching Marriage Story. Do the exact same fucking thing. We got married six months into a relationship that I didn't even know we were starting. You got pregnant immediately after the honeymoon. And I, it was good, and I love the kid, and I love you. But now, you've been cold since... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you've, been, you've been cold. Your family has been the only thing keeping me around. I love your family, but you no longer love me, and I no longer love you. And for that reason, and those other reasons I've stated, I'm out. And then you go to court, and then the judge's like, all right, well, here's the thing. you got to give me uh, all... <laughs> you got to give up... All of that stuff you have. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. What about being out? Yeah, you're out. You're fine. But this is how you get out. It's like you got to give all your stuff away. You got to give her all your stuff. But I don't have any stuff. We already agreed. We agreed to just like let it all go. Yeah, but that's not how this works. Like you got to. <laughs> that was the other thing about the movie is like they. It's just these two people that are very reasonable in the beginning. They're very reasonable. They like. They work out a deal. They're like, let's just do this ourselves. But then the lawyers get involved and then it just all spirals out of control. Fucking crazy. Everybody, go watch that movie. Go watch Marriage Story. You have Netflix? You should. It's the future of entertainment.
Movie tickets or movie sales are are down. I'll be going to places where there's movie theaters and ain't nobody at the movies. Which is sad. It takes a lot to get people to go to the movies now. When I was younger, I used to go to the movies every fucking week. I used to see everything. There used to always be a crowd now. For for all for you know, crowd for stuff like for movies like this. For like Marriage Story is a Netflix movie. You know. Marriage Story, that's a movie that like did it even, wow, I actually don't even know. Did it come out in theaters? At all? Did it do like a little I mean it got like Oscar. So maybe it got like a little release? I don't know. That's a good question. But that's a movie. If it if that's interesting. If it didn't get a release at all and it's just a pure Netflix movie, then that's kind of crazy. But you know what I'm trying to say is like that's a movie that in the past like that would have come out in theaters and people would have gone to see that. But not anymore. People it takes a lot. It takes Marvel to get people to go out. Cuz movies are fucking expensive. Shit's expensive as fuck. Fucking $20 movie tickets. It's a lot of money. Scratching my head. I gotta cut my hair. I think this is the year, dude. I think I'm gonna cut it off. I think it's time. Keep looking at myself in the mirror like you didn't. This isn't what you planned. (laughs) This isn't what you wanted. You didn't. You didn't think this was gonna happen. It's a lot of work. The amount of maintenance is just disgusting. It's so much. It's so much work. Yeah, I think I might do it. When I do it, I'm gonna fucking really do it. I'm not. I'm not playing any games. I think I'm just gonna chop the whole thing off. Fuck it. I don't think I'm a. I don't think I'm a long-haired person. I could be wrong. My worst fear is cutting my hair off and then just looking worse. That's it. That's the only thing I'm scared of, is just I cut my hair off and I look worse. But I don't think that's going to happen. I've had short hair for most of my life. This is the longest my hair has ever been. How long have I been growing? Seven, six, seven years? It'll be seven years sometime this fall. So over six years. Right? Yeah. Started growing it right after college. crazy some people have only known me with long hair they've never known me with short hair i had short hair for all of my life up until 2013 now look at me now look at me fucking locked up don't smoke who am i (laughs) just a guy just a guy and his dad's Garage. Remember my parents said they were going to fucking Airbnb this garage. Please. They will never do that. Also, I could understand why. Then they shouldn't. This is like, this is not a, well, this is big enough for an Airbnb. But this is like, they need a bathroom. And they got to get these fucking washer and dryers out of here. I wonder if they're going to do more work on this house. If they are, he's. If they are. We gotta do another movie. Which I don't know if that's happening anytime soon. I don't know if that's happening anytime soon. Sounds like Pops is a. Uh, sounds like he's working, but not on the inside. Which also seems to be what's going on with the Grammys. You know, people people win on the inside. I was very happy to hear that Tyler Creator won a Grammy. But then I was sort of like, then I remember, well, what did he win it for? Then I, you know, one of my friends told me that he won. And I was like, oh, it's fucking tight. What did he win it for? And then they said, for best rap album. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. His album isn't even a rap album. It's like, did you fucking listen to it? It's like, it's not a rap album. It's not a rap, it's it's the most not rap album that he's ever made. It's the most not rap, th- it's like, clearly that's the that's the point. Like, if you thought, if you thought that, 
<clears throat> the album before this was like like moving away from rap like this is a complete departure it's like he's i think he's this is this is my theory with him i think he's gonna like he's bringing back musicianship i think by the end of it he's just gonna he's gonna be like a jazz man he's gonna he's gonna like start a jazz like quartet or, or something like what did Roy Ayers, Roy Ayers had a uh, like Roy Ayers had Roy Ayers ubiquity. He's gonna do something like that, and he's just gonna he's gonna be a jazz artist. He's a jazz artist, I think. He's a jazz artist that started making music through rap, and like brought back musicianship. And I think music is gonna start swinging back to that. It's gonna be because of him, and he's gonna be the next like Pharrell level influence to like to to the to youth i think that's i think i think he's already kind of done that but anyway i was a little bit disappointed when i found it was like for best rap album i was like what the fuck this isn't a rap album he's got like maybe one or two songs where he raps then every then he's singing he's singing for most of the fucking album and he can't sing <laughs> cannot sing I was thinking about that the other day. It must be so fucking tight. It must be so tight to know to you if you can fucking sing. How fucking tight that is! It's got to be so fucking tight to have actual talent. What is that like? Just show up places and just you just crush every time. Like <laughs> just crush every time. It's like doing stand up, but just crushing. Just all like you can't not crush. That's what. That's what having a voice, like if you can sing, like that's what that is like. It's like doing stand-up and like that feeling you get when you crush, that's like every time you open your mouth. <laughs> if you can sing. You gotta be nice. <sighs> oh, that shit has happened. Oh, fucking, well, I guess I should end with this. Well, you know, I I don't know if I'm going to end with this, but I didn't want to start with this. Kobe died. Kobe died, and it's sad. It happened on Sunday, this past Sunday. It was fucking rough. It was a rough time, dude. I've lived here. I lived in L.A. for most of my life. It's been sad. Legitimately sad. Like, you go to places, and, like, I went to the gym. Normally the gym I go to is like, everybody's like upbeat and they play they blast music and everybody's like, you know, super into it and shit. But I walked in and the fucking front desk people were sad and then the music was sad and the people, well they weren't playing sad music but it just like, it just feels somber everywhere. The whole thing is just such a fucking, it's so sad. I remember getting told about it. I got told about it at work as I clocked in. So I'm clocking in. One of my buddies is like, dude, Kobe died. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, I was like, I was like, shut the fuck up. I was mad. I was like, shut, stop. I don't need to hear about that right now. And then I looked, I checked my phone, saw that it was real. I was like, fuck this. No, no. In denial, like, no. Fucking no. And then... And then it fucking hit me. I was like, oh, this, this stinks. This, this sucks. This is so fucking sad. This is terrible. Right? And then I start thinking, like, well, he's got kids. He's got kids. You know, this is going to be bad. And then I find out that one of his kids is on the fucking helicopter. And I fucking lose my shit. I just, I'm like, this, this, this sucks. And for the rest of the day, I'm mad. And they got me on the fucking cash register. And I'm just like, I, you can't fucking tell me to be happy right now. You just, you can't. You can't. Because people are coming in, they're fucking sad, they're mad, everybody's just if you if you could be if you could be in Los Angeles right now, you would understand what I'm talking about. It's it's sad everywhere. It's just somber. I drove through downtown in Los Angeles the other night and it was like twelve thirty to one in the morning and I drove through Staples Center or drove by Staples Center. Hundreds of people. Hundreds of people out there. It already got like a Kobe tribute outside Staples Center. 
and there's just hundreds of people down there just fucking like mourning. It's just so fucking horrific. It's just, you can't. It's just a, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare situation to think about. This was normally like celebrities die or whatever. If a celebrity dies, I go, oh, that sucks. And then I sort of just move on. Not with this one, dude. This one fucking hurt. This one hurt really bad. This one hurt like worse than anything else for some reason. It just hit. It just hit really hard. Growing up watching Kobe, you know, he's in the NBA when I'm fucking like first picking up a basketball, you know. Because basketball was my sport for a long time. <clears throat> when I was a kid, when I was a kid, basketball was my favorite sport. It was basketball, then football. And then I got, like, ushered into football by virtue of my body. <laughs> you know, I continued to play basketball. But once I realized that, like, you know, there are certain non-negotiable genetic factors that you need in order to continue playing at, in order to continue playing, I figured, well, I should probably just use those genetic advantages that I have for a sport that is like applicable to those because I was a decent basketball player but I just like I wasn't I wasn't I was playing out of position I was really betting on myself being bigger and like taller than I than I am I'm fairly tall but I'm not like basketball tall I'm I'm like I'm a guard but I grew up playing like power forward because I was this tall when I was fucking 12. I was six feet tall when I was 12. I got it all, like, very fast, right? And my dad's side of the family is all huge. Like, dad is, dad is my height. We're both six feet tall. And everybody on his, all the guys on his side of the family are fucking tall. Like, huge. I had cousins that were, like, six, eight. A couple of them were, like, playing college basketball, trying to go to the league. They didn't. <laughs> you know, but they were all big. So I figured, well, I think I, I, think I got it. I got the, I got it. I got the gene. I'm going to be, I'm, you know, I'm like in fucking seventh grade. I'm like, I got it. I'm six feet tall now. I'm going to be six, eight. And I'm going to go to whatever school I want. And I'm going to go and play as professional sports anywhere I choose. That's what I think. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> right. And then I just hit six feet tall. And then I just stayed six feet tall. And I just ended up playing rugby, which was fine. Which was ultimately what I should have been playing this whole time. was I should have been a rugby player. If I was born in another country, I would have been a rugby player. Started playing too late. Um, but yeah, before I did any of that, I was, I was a basketball player. And I wanted to play basketball. Played basketball in high school. And uh, at the time, my high school was pretty good. I don't know if we're any good anymore. At the time, we were pretty good. We had a couple. We had a couple dudes. Hollis ended up going pro. A couple guys went to Europe. A lot of guys got scholarships. Played college ball. It was, but yeah, it was basketball first. It was basketball first, and that was partially because Kobe Shaq. If you live in Los Angeles, it's Kobe Shaq. You already know. If you if you know if you know if you live here, you know. It's just, it is, it just, it, that's just what it is. So growing up, playing basketball, being my sport, Lakers being my team, Kobe and Shaq being the fucking, the fucking, the wrecking crew that they were. Yeah, for the, for this to happen, just, it hit, it hit, it hit pretty hard. It sucks. Fucking sucks. Sucks that he's gone. Sucks that all those people that were on the fucking, Helicopter were gone. It's the definition of a tragedy. It's real. It's real. It's a real life tragedy. It's real sad. Real sad, and real like. I don't. I don't know enough about. Um, helicopters. To know how. Like what big mistakes were fucking made or anything, or what could or if this whole thing could have been prevented or whatever. Uh, but it's clearly something that sh- couldn't, that like shouldn't have happened. And for them to fucking crash on the side of a mountain and the thing explodes and burns, it's just like, that's a, that's a rough way to go. That's rough. 
It's real fucking rough and, and a nightmare situation for anybody who, for anybody, or even if you have kids. If you don't have kids, you got parents. Imagine, you know, dying in a plane crash with your parents. <sighs> fucking awful. Whole fucking thing. And what got me mad, here's what got me mad, is uh, my own fucking mother. My own fucking mother did pulled one of these moves. She's watching the news and Kobe's on the news because he's, he's gone. And I go, it's sad, right? And she goes, I don't really feel bad for him. I don't really feel bad for him. I feel bad for the girl. I don't feel bad for Kobe because he's a rapist. That's what she said. And instead of having an argument, I just left. I just let that sit in the back of my mind until this moment. Right now, it's so fucking, like, like, what can a guy, what can a man do? You know what I mean? Like, what can a, what can a man do? Honestly, what can a man do right now? A man can't even die. He can't even die. <laughs> he can't even fucking die. How crazy is that? Women won't even let men die. Guy makes a mistake, gets acquitted of the crime that he was accused of because he was innocent of it, gets proven innocent in the fucking eyes of the law and of the public, and still, nope, he did it. Because you feel that way. It's just because you feel that way. I don't know enough about the facts of this fucking case. What's clear is that he fucking cheated on his wife. Right? And I look at that and I go, what, what, it's none of my business. What did his wife do? Did his wife forgive him? Yes, then fine. I'm on board. That's how I feel about it. It's none of my fucking business what their relationship is like. As far as I know, Kobe's not a regular ass dude. In my in my thoughts, are regular people don't have regular relationships. All all this shit like with celebrities, they don't live regular lives. They don't have regular lives. They're not regular people. Stands to reason that their relationships wouldn't be like yours and mine. Maybe Kobe and his wife have some kind of rule when they're during season on the road. He gets to do whatever he wants. What if that's a rule? You know, I don't know. Point is, point is, point is the dude is innocent of the crime that he was accused of. And still people are like, well, he did it. And now that he's dead, it's just like this thing with GT. With people making jokes about GT, but he's dead. And there are people that like, you, you waited till he was dead. To, to talk shit because you're a fucking lame. Because you're a lame. Because you're lame and you're weak and you would never say this shit to their face. Kobe Bryant was alive. The people that are like, well, he's a fucking rapist. You wouldn't be saying it. You wouldn't be saying it because you don't have enough... I don't believe you. I don't believe you have enough balls that you would say it. It's the same thing. And all these people that are like, Kobe's a rapist, blah, 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 blah. I guarantee you, guarantee you, if he was alive, you wouldn't be fucking, you wouldn't be saying this shit. I don't believe you. I just don't believe it. I don't believe in these people. These Kobe's a rapist, but he was fucking acquitted people. Get the fuck out of here. Just let the man be dead. Let the man be dead. Just, and, and let, just let people fucking mourn. Let people be sad. Can't even let people be sad. I got I got mad for a second and I had to leave. It's just like Jesus fucking Christ. My own my own mother is one of these fucking psycho social justice people. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. Ugh. Fucking guy's 41 years old. 
41 years old, his daughter's fucking 12 or 13 or some shit, and now they're both dead from some horrific accident, and you can't even let people be sad about it. Gotta interject with your, well, he fucking made, he did this thing that is a mistake that I'm elevating to a level that I feel is applicable, despite every iota of evidence pointing to the opposite of, of that. I didn't even, you know, I could have gotten into this argument with her. I chose not to. And part of the reason why I have this feeling about this about this Kobe Bryant shit is because, in, in general, this believe all women shit, is because I have experienced, tan, what's the word, tangentially, 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 I don't know how to fucking speak. I've seen girls lie about this shit, is the, is what I'm, the point that I'm trying to make. I've seen it. I've seen girls lie about this shit and seen them ruin guys' lives in order to save their own, like, social standing. I've seen it. I've seen it fucking happen. I went to small liberal arts college in America in 2013 to 20, 2013, in uh, 2009 to 2013. It's where I went to school. Saw girls lie about this shit. Saw guys get expelled or asked to leave and saw their lives turned completely upside down by girls who lied about shit. I've seen it happen. And I don't think my mom knows about this story. I think I told dad about this, but I don't think I ever told her about the story about a dude I knew who uh, got, he, he, the girl lied. She just straight up, she just straight up lied, made up a rape story. Made up a rape story because she didn't get one, she didn't, because she, she didn't want to get labeled a slut. This is what happened. It's freshman year, my sophomore year, um, I'm on the rugby team uh, in college, and I go to this little tiny liberal arts school. There's no frats or anything. There's just sports teams and clubs. And the rugby, if there were frats, the rugby ha- the rugby team is the closest thing to a frat that there is. It's just like a bunch of dudes, and you know, a lot of the upper class dudes live off campus because it's ultimately cheaper than living on campus, and it's more freedom and it's more fun or whatever. And they all got off-campus housing, they live in houses or apartments, and they throw big fucking parties that everybody goes to, and it's fun, right? <clears throat> so freshman freshman year, this is what happened. So my freshman year, um, you know, the rugby team throws parties, you show up, you're a freshman, you got to get fucked up, they get you fucked up, and you have a good time, and it's a ritual, it's like a bonding thing or whatever. And it's always like the first couple of weeks of school, like the first weekend is like the biggest thing. So this is my sophomore year, this kid's freshman year. Kid comes in, it's his freshman year of, of uh, uh, college. He goes out, it's the first weekend, gets fucked up with a bunch of people. It's the first fucking weekend, you're just meeting everybody, everybody wants, they're excited to be at college, everybody gets fucked up, you don't really know anybody. Right, shows up, he's got this girlfriend at another school, right, well he's going here, so they're doing the long distance thing. I don't know what the fuck their status is. I don't know if they're like, um, what rules they've established. I don't know if like they both can hook up with other people, but they got to tell each other or if they're going straight, we're in a relationship, don't do anything or whatever. All I know is that he's got some girlfriend going to another school somewhere in America. And so they go out. So this is what he told me. He goes out, gets fucked up, hooks up with this girl. He ends up back in her room. She wants it to go further. He says, no, I'm fine. This is actually it for me. I have a girlfriend and I don't really want to go any farther than this. And he leaves. Wakes up the next morning. Girl goes to the dean, tells the dean that she got raped by him. Then the dude is left with this fucking horrific situation. He gets labeled this, he gets labeled, he gets labeled a rapist. He can't come to, he can't go to class can't be on campus at the same time. There's some kind of a inquisition and a trial that have nothing to do with the fucking law and it's just teachers. He, sh- he said, she said type situation. He's living off campus, getting his notes delivered by people in the class, all because this girl just said she was assaulted by this, by this guy. 
couple of weeks of this goes by, school comes back with an ultimatum. They say, look, we can't conclude whether or not this should happen. So you have to leave. We're going to let you leave, but we're going to let you transfer. So this shit isn't going to be on any of your fucking records and nobody will know that any of this shit happened. If you don't and you choose to stay, this is going to be on some kind of a record and it's going to be really difficult for you to go anywhere or to finish your degree. So he fucking leaves. It's not really a choice. They don't really give you a choice. They're kicking you out. They're expelling you, but they're not expelling you. They're, give, they're expelling you, but they're not like giving you, the tr- giving you any sort of a choice. And this is important because at the time that I'm going to school, this is, a, is, it a, this is an important time in rugby world the time that I'm in college, from 2009 to 2013. Pretty important. Rugby is on the rise in America. Um, the Olympics are this summer, right? Uh, I know guys doing the, I don't know if they've done them already. But the point is, this is an important time in rugby this this year. This is important time to gain exposure um, uh, by, from USA to gain exposure to you to get yourself exposed to USA rugby to potential professional teams and clubs across the country and even internationally and overseas it's a huge opportunity to play rugby at the school that I'm at during the time that I'm there right? This is important because the dude is a good rugby player. He's good. He's good. He's right in the right age range to like, to, to, to make an Olympic team to, you know, maybe play overseas and get a contract. I knew, I knew a couple guys that that happened to, you know, dude's life is, is potentially very different if he keeps his head on straight and stays at the school that he's at. But all that goes away because, Girl made up because girl made up a lie, and I know she made up a lie, because after he left, she came back and was so guilt ridden with the lie that she told, that she comes clean and says, "I lied. I made it up. I'm sorry." And the school says, "We don't really care that you lied. Go back to class." Dude ends up playing rugby for another school that was worse. As far as I know, is not, you know, playing professionally and not in the Olympics and not, didn't get that shot. All because of that. And I, I told my dad this story. And I, never, I don't think I ever told her. But, you know, that's the thing. I, ever since I... Ever since that, <clears throat> ever since, ever since I saw that, is re- it's changed my perception of. It's changed my perception of women. It's changed my perception of like. What's the word like? Um, justice, or like the judicial system. Like there has to be like the system of like making sure that people are telling the truth or whatever. It's cha- it just it changed a lot. It's, that whole that whole ordeal changed a lot for me. And so when all of this you know believe all women shit started happening, I was very adamantly like no. No. Why I was very adamantly like why like why why do I have to believe I don't have to no I, I don't have to. But why wouldn't you because just like anybody else. People respond to incentives and you may have an incentive to not <laughs> tell the truth. I don't have, like, what? Why would, a, why would a woman lie about about something so awful and disgusting? Well, because it's so awful and disgusting that if you lie, you might get away with it. <laughs> Which is what happened to this girl. She fucking got away with it. Ruined this kid's life. As far as graduated... <laughs> You know, 
graduated and just out here living living her life, living her life having told a fucking huge lie that ruined a dude's life. And he got out of it relatively unscathed. A lot of guys might get lied on and just it fucking they're in jail. They're in jail and more and more stories are coming out and ironically, it's Kim Kardashian that's fucking saving them. <laughs> It's Kim Kardashian, the one going, literally going to the White House and going, hey, oh. Thank you.